Welcome everyone, you're tuning in to Engaging Walk. My name is Drake. And my name is Ruby. We believe in the power of walking together and talking together. It is a simple act to stay connected and movement is key. Woo-hoo. All right, so today we are doing a special edition, not edition, but edition. So we are we are pregnant. Or, or actually, oh, I'm Ruby's, pregnant. <laughs> Ruby's pregnant. <laughs> uh, we're excited to announce this with you guys. You might... I don't know. I think I feel like nobody's, none of the listeners have known. Um, if anybody did, you have some really great detective powers. Um, but yeah, we are, well, more accurately, Ruby is pregnant and she's um, 23 weeks pregnant today. So that's, um, yep. that's quite a milestone. Mm-hmm. And um, so we did our engaging walk this week in La Mesa with Boba. Might have seen some of her videos with us on this dog park that she really loves. And yeah, so it's in La Mesa, California. It's a beautiful dog park. It's got lots of sand, though, so she gets really, really filthy. <laughs> yes, after, every single time. After we go to the dog park, so we have to like It's not just her. sand, but saliva from all the dogs, too. <laughs> Gosh. All right, yeah, so Ruby's pregnant, and we thought that we would just do a little bit of an update, let you guys know um, that in the future, Engaging Walk episodes, um, after uh, the baby's born, we are going to talk a little bit about, or more, not just about relationships, but also about parenting. Yeah. Uh, and our I've, journey through that, because yeah. this will be our firstborn. And everything that we learn through the journey, so you have the, all the truth and the facts that we learn from it. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the pregnancy. Um, I remember that I talked to Ruby about it when we we first, uh, around the f- first couple of weeks that we knew that we were pregnant or that she was pregnant, and I and I asked her about like, hey, how did you envision like your pregnancy being? Because she was like really. So for those <laughs> of you who don't know, the first trimester is really rough on the on the woman because they're just constantly sick. They're really fatigued. You mm-hmm. know, some of them will experience morning sickness. Ruby really didn't experience too much morning sickness, but she was very um, food aversion. Yeah, fatigued and major headache and migraines. Yep. And I couldn't do anything, and that frustrated me because I'm very proactive and I want you know achieve certain things in my day. So if I just see myself lying on the couch and pass out, that would stress me out big time. Mm-hmm. So I remember asking her, like, hey, <laughs> how did you envision your pregnancy being? You remember what your response was? I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have a lot of preparations for dating, marriage, and have children at age of three. Uh, Anything that not age, but the... The the amount like three like three children you're saying, no no right? no the age of three because I oh, work since with since you were the age of three okay got it since the age of three because I work with kids you know starting from three and older so any anything like infant stage especially pregnancy I have no idea yeah so she just didn't think about it <laughs> I was like oh yeah I didn't think about that <laughs> it was blank. Well, I remember thinking maybe I had I had thought a lot about pregnancy. Um, I think you up. do. You did have more than I do. I think a lot of that because it was is because of the fact that my when I was I think thirteen or twelve was when my mother was pregnant with my younger brother. 
Uh-huh. So I remember, at, you know, especially during during that time, because the father wasn't really around so much that, you know, she relied on on me being like 12 or 13 years old to like do a lot of the, you know, like the pregnancy runs like, hey, I really want some milk. Can you go to this mm-hmm. the store and get some milk for me? And then I remember at one point my mother, um, it was pretty scary that she when she was pregnant Uh oh I think she was about like eight it was like maybe a few weeks before he was supposed to be born so that was that was pretty scary but you know like luckily and you know everything turned out okay um there was no there wasn't any issues but I remember you know that she had fallen and that was pretty that was pretty scary but but yeah I had thought a lot about it because of Probably because of that experience. Mm-hmm. And I also remember that I think we had, um, like, a, just ask me any questions period of time. I, what I try to say is that, you know, during the dating stage, we have, um, like, a, a moment where you can ask any, ask each other any questions. And, and then I think one thing that you came up with is that um, he imagined us you know, like old me getting pregnant and he he's he's like, I wonder how does it look like to bring food home for you when you're pregnant and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about your cravings? Oh yeah. So I'm Vietnamese and um I I mean like I love my food, my Vietnamese food, but it's not like in terms of like I have to have it every single time. But since our pregnancy, I don't know what happened, but every all I want to eat is Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. Like every single day. I you can feed me Vietnamese food and I'm happy. <laughs> and Drake is sick of it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, was, I was like, I just want a burger. <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember this, you know, some days I'm just like, I don't care. I'm gonna just cook Vietnamese food and then you go ahead, find your burger somewhere. But yeah, um, I'm sure this, even though it's a mixed child, but I think it's have more Vietnamese, <laughs> Vietnamese gen in that, genes in that. So we did learn that the, um, that the baby is a girl. Yoo-hoo, it's really a girl. Really excited about that. We did a gender reveal party and, you know. I was wife. so surprised. The whole time I thought it was the boy. And to be honest, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a boy. And um, it took me like a couple, I think two days to like, okay, settle down. And settle down, settle into like, it's going to be a girl. And re- <laughs> changing all my ba- baby list, re- re- registry <laughs> list <laughs> into a different color. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> choosing she all the boy so stuff. Sure. Yes. Well, in her defense, a lot of the reason why she thought that the baby was a boy is because the the baby, you know, she really, really moves a lot. Mm-hmm. She's very active. She was like eight weeks when they first started doing like the first ultrasound. Well, the the first I think the first ultrasound they didn't see it, but the I think as a week twentieth. No, they, oh, 18. It was like around like week 12 where they, oh, they would yes, go through the ultrasound. Yes, it was when yes. they were showing, like, they do like the little heart rate, heartbeat. And then you hear like, woof, 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 woof. And then they're like, oh, that's the baby moving in there. Like the baby's moving a lot. Yeah. You know? 
So that was like from week eight to 12 and on. And then at week 20, we did the ultrasound that confirmed that the baby was a girl because they had done some blood tests around like, I want to say week 12, Yeah, week 12 or so. Yeah, I think that's week 12. Yeah, that, that was um, in a week 12. That showed that the, uh, the baby was a girl. And then week 20, they did, they confirmed with an ultrasound. And um, so, yeah, we, I, I was very, very happy about it um, because, you know, I always just said like, hey, as long as the baby's healthy, that's all I really care about. And that's all I'm going to fo- focus on. And that's, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I, it's I said the blessing. same thing, too. But the moment of the re- the gender reveal, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I scream, guys. <laughs> it's a girl. <laughs> Because I'm like, what is a girl? But um, there's a story behind it, you know, because I was the eldest um, daughter. And um, in our culture, I become my brother's um, mom, the second mom. And because I have to take care of him. I have to. Yeah. So I have a bad taste of being eldest daughter. I, I only wish to have, you know, someone older than me, like a brother. Yeah. But um, someone's gotta be the oldest. Yeah, I know. And but you know, before we found out the gender, um, we talk about it. You know, the fear, the and the the very reason that I don't want to be, you know, the the child to become a, you know, the eldest daughter, which is it is now, uh, <laughs> um, because you know I don't want that. But we're. But since we have a conversations, we agree on like, hey, whether it's a boy or a girl, that um, we don't put that child to become like a, a babysitter right. for the younger ones. But but we teach the child to become a friend, a, a good brother, a good sister to the young ones. Then that should be fine. And you know, I'm so glad that we had that conversation because um, it just released my fear and released that, you know, the, the bad experience when I had in the childhood. Mm-hmm. And so for me at that, from that moment forward, um, to be honest, whether a boy is or a girl, that's fine. As long as the baby's healthy, you know, and we are healthy. Um, but still <laughs> when the gender re- moment review, I did have like, collect myself <laughs> feelings and thoughts like okay that's a girl <laughs> i didn't cry though <laughs> you cried, she cried later but it was well touching else. not from the dis- yeah, disappointment yeah. you know no, she, she, <laughs> was, she was touched later on yeah um i think from my experience being the eldest was a little like was a little bit different but pretty but very similar in certain respects because I was also very relied upon to be like, hey, you got to watch your brother, you got to watch your sister, you got to help them with their homework, you got to do X, Y, and Z. You know, looking back on it, I wasn't really given like a lot of responsibilities, but in certain senses I was, but like I didn't really know how to cook. I knew how to make eggs and like cereal, you know, (laughs) and then like mac and cheese. So like I can make them like one of three things, you know, but luckily we're all very close in age. So I'm one year older than my brother and my brother's one year older than my sister. So the three of us back to back to back is like, you know, yes, I'm older than them, but not by much. Mm-hmm. And that age difference becomes less and less important the older you get. Yeah. It's not, it's you true. know, the big difference between like six, seven, 
you know, seven, six, and five, but there's not really much of a difference between like 27, 26, and 25. So as I got, as we got older, like we just became more and more friends, you know, as opposed to like, oh, that's my big brother. Oh, that's my younger sister, you know? And, um, so I think that balance of like, yes, there's some extra responsibility on the eldest, but there shouldn't be much. They shouldn't be really counted on to, you know, cook for them and do this and that for them. And, you know, a certain Which level is my they story. should want to <laughs> because like they should want to take care of their younger siblings, mm-hmm. but it's not, it shouldn't be like, Hey, we're requiring that. It's just, you know, cause they, at the end of the day, they're still our child, you, mm-hmm. know, they, you know, whether or not they were one, two, three years older than the others, you know, shouldn't play that much of a role in terms of like how we treat them. Um, but yeah, I don't see really any issue with like, Hey, help your brother or your sister with their homework because you went through that grade and, you know, and it'll teach you some, um, some good skills, you know, to help people and to, um, to look out for people, but not to the point where they are, you yeah. know, uh, overly burdened. Yeah. Which is, that's my story. Cause, um, my brother and I, we have eight, no, seven years in between us. And so it's very hard for me to connect with my brothers and, um, but now we are good friends, but we have to go through the journey of, you know, learning to be friends instead of um, huge gap in between us. And if you are experiencing that, I encourage you to just, you know, to to work on that with your brothers or sister that you are first their sibling instead of their care, caretaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked to my brother um, and my sister, I talked to my brother way more often. I talked to the others, uh, often, but not as often as my, as my brother, who's only like 13 months younger than I am. And we have a very, very special bond. So it's, yeah, it's something that I learned is like a beautiful thing when you have, um, when you have siblings and, you know, of course we want to have more children, but <laughs> We have to get through this one first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we're going to reevaluate that. But, um, you know, once the time comes. But, you know, that's all we're really focused on now is, you know, healthy pregnancy, healthy delivery and learning as much as we can to being new, you know, new parents of a newborn. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot in and of itself. There's. You know, a lot of the times it makes me think of like, how did people do it in the past with limited information, Mm -hmm. you know, learning from just what their parents and from what their grandparents and village people, you know, the village, uh, you know, fellow people in their village used to do. And like, that's all the information that they could go off of. Yeah. You know, like, what did people do back when the technology and like the, the medicine wasn't so up to par because... You know, we we focus a lot on like making sure that Ruby's healthy, making sure that her diet is good, that she's eating well, and that alone is a struggle. It is, yeah, it's true. Because I mean, the body—it's not just on the body, but also like the mental and the emotion—is so much changing, and navigating and different pregnancy is different than the rest. So they are special, you know, and it's just. It's your journey with that child, and every single child is a different journey. 
So it's just navigating, and a lot of things is out of your control, like your body changing, and there's nothing that you can do. For example, um, so you know, common thing about redness in the pregnancy, and you know, some some part of your face face will have some redness, and there's nothing much that you can do. It's just how your body responds to the pregnancy, and um. Or you know stretch marks. There's not. I mean, like you have stuff yeah, that butter. prevent butter. You know, but still, like it's the natural thing that the body just prepare for pregnancy. So there's nothing much you can do. You just, for me, what I learned is that just embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> just love the moment. Just enjoy the moment it, because it's gonna go fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, and. And just everything will be okay. Like I talk to my friend a lot, and um, or she just constantly mentions me like, "You'll be okay. Just enjoy your 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 pregnancy journey, and um, and because one is past, you cannot go look into that. And just give yourself a lot of grace and give yourself a lot of you know love. And um, it's very hard on yourself, but hey, it's okay." Take a rest if you need to. Take a break and just you know, love on yourself. Okay, yeah. so I, with that, I have two questions. Go One ahead. <laughs> is what has been the most difficult part about pregnancy for you so far, and then two, what has been the most touching moment of the pregnancy so far? <laughs> Those are very good questions, but also very hard. Um, so the first one, um, what is the... What's been the most difficult, difficult. part of, the, um, of going through the pregnancy right so far? And then second one was what's the most touching moment? So the hardest moment throughout the pregnancy up to this point was um, the change in, in my routine in terms of um, physical and, and, you know, like the mental because you have the pregnancy brain. And... Um, it's, so I cannot focus, I, I, even now sometimes, like I couldn't focus where my focus uh, at, attention span was longer and my energy was way more um, before the pregnancy. But, you know, my body become weaker. And I remember this is um, the point that I constantly took naps. And mm-hmm. all I did the whole day just ate food, nap, and... <laughs> <laughs> took Boba out for, for for walks and that's it. I bet there's a lot of people that are listening like, that sounds like a great day. <laughs> you know, but if it's, I've, I was so frustrated. I'm like, I have so many things to do. I couldn't do it. I'm like, what's going on? You know, and um, if you are, um, you know, achiever, you will understand the, my pain. And, <laughs> and then... Um, so a lot of, and then, you know, like your brain is foggy, you cannot think straight. And, you know, like, because I, at that, those, those moments, I reflect on, oh, yeah, there's, there's some, sometimes that I saw people respond to that. And, you know, it's like, why, how could they do that? You know, how, 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 how could they become so foggy? Now here I am, <laughs> my, my brain's not functioning. <laughs> I was frustrated with myself. I was like, ah. I don't know what to do with myself now. Um, but, you know, that's, that's where my friend's um, advice is so helpful. That love on yourself, be graceful, understand that your body, not just your body, but your 
your mental health, your emotionals go through all kinds of journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Whew. And then the, the second What's question. What's the most touching moment that you've had so far in the pregnancy? Um, there's so many. Like, I get to do this with you. Mm-hmm. And um, like I see how great dad you can be, you know, um, caring for me. And of course, I'm the one that carry the baby and I'm pregnant. But, you know, it doesn't take away the, the team player um, as a dad. And, and I feel like I've I received some more support. And honestly, you know, like times that you listen and encourage me and I think those moments that helped me to go or, <laughs> you know, continue to with my, my pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> Was there any, like, um, are there, what's the times that you feel like, what's the thing that you're looking forward to the most with, like, the third? So right now we're in the second trimester. Okay. Are you looking forward to in like in the third trimester? No. Like <laughs> with, the, with like feeling the baby move more because like right now she's moving quite a bit. Um. Well, I mean, like to get to know the baby, of course, but in terms of my body changing on the third trimester, <laughs> no, because <laughs> it's <laughs> going to be harder. I watch a lot of YouTube's and videos, and people just say like. The second trimester is the best that you can experience. The first and the third, it just, you know, getting worse. <laughs> I mean, not getting worse, like, doesn't feel very pleasant. So. Yeah. Well, I'm still, um, even like, okay, to be real, I'm still freaking out <laughs> in terms of like third trimester and, um, you know, the labor thing. So we're still navigating that section but um mm-hmm. but i'm i mean like we pray about it and i'm just like lord just give me grace <laughs> that's all i am asking give me grace and give yeah. me peace <laughs> yeah i think that there's there's still a lot that we you know as a couple still have to learn there's still a lot that we have to prepare for not just you know in terms of like buying things and getting these things ready and you know getting getting all the items that we need in order to like take care of the baby well and to make sure that the baby is comfortable and all those things. But there's still a lot of like research and knowledge that we need, especially when it comes to like the delivery and then like what we have to do like when the baby's home. But I wonder how much of that is like instinct. And I wonder how much of that is just like learned knowledge. I think, you know, like I, you can never be ready to be a parent. And that's what I, that's what I, you know, have seen people saying over and over again, like you can prepare theoretically, you know, but then in the practical way, you, you still have to learn through that because again, um, that child is very unique that, you know, that's so that journey between you and that child is just very special. Of course, the more information, the more, Preparations you have, the better, you know, you know, or um, just like with Boba, you know, like the reason that we can cope with her because we have docs before, 
prior to um prior than her about her yeah her? prior than than we had her before we had her yeah so um we have experience we have understanding and also we don't you, you will learn from um those that dog whispers and so um but still knowing her getting to know her or training her is still have a unique journey so mm-hmm. i think that also apply to um the the child we're gonna have yeah it's gonna be a beautiful experience that we're really looking forward to and you know as we encounter new things as we encounter um the the joys and the pains of parenting <laughs> we're we're going to share those experiences with you guys as well and that will be in addition to engaging walk which at this point is just mo- mainly focusing around um you know romantic relationships but the goal of romantic relationships is to have a, a family um mm-hmm. you know not everybody can have a family and not everybody wants to have a family some some married couples have different goals you mean children because families start right. with yeah with children the couple yeah some some you know families can have children some of them don't want to have children some of them have different goals mm-hmm. um, there's lots of um, families that the mom and the dad are without children just the, the husband and the wife have their own mission um, without children and they never have children, and that's fine. Um, but for a lot of people, or maybe most, somewhere around there, for, at least for some, mm-hmm. the goal is uh, for the, for those families to have children. And yeah, we're going to share those experiences with you guys in the most um, discreet and tasteful way, um, but also with like learning lessons and um, you know, again, sharing and um, evaluating those the the pains and the the triumphs and the lessons learned all those things all those joys of parenting that we're going to share with you guys as as we learn and as we go through all these experiences together yeah and well i mean just to wrap up that i think having a child is is a gift is a blessing and um is a it's going to be worth it to to grow up with that child yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I look forward to it every day, um, getting to know her, um, thinking about conversations that we'll have in the future and, you know, guiding her through life and getting to know what type of person she is and exposing her to new things and, and thinking about like, you know, things that um, I'd like for her to be exposed to and, and gain these interests, you know, and, and I'm always wondering like what, What's going to be her favorite subject in school? How are we going to do schooling? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, what, what type of learner is she going to be? Yeah. Is she going to, what kind of music is she going to be into? And, um, you know, is she going to be active? What types of sports? I think she's going to be active because she jumps, she jumps around in there, you know. But I wonder what kind of athlete she will be. All those things. I think it's, it's, uh, it's um it's a it's a great experience so um you know so far with even just having the baby in the womb so Mm -hmm. imagine how you know wonderful it's going to be when you know a new person is brought into this world and and, you know we get to explore so much together yeah and also i also look forward to 
seeing myself as a mom or you know Drake as a dad because you know I I always wonder when I was single that I even I worked with children I worked with um, you know even toddlers but I only work with them for eight hours I never I don't think I have an um, the capacity as moms. You know, like they endure, they love their kids no matter what. Um, and I think as I become a mom, that that become my experience no, and it's no longer my imagination. Yeah. And it's, um, it's something that, you know, it's only happened to you when you go through it, you know. Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot like, yeah, don't touch mama bear, don't, don't touch their cups. And it, I think as a woman perspective, I would never understand that or f- know it, like you know it, when only when you come up a mom. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> that is a level unlocked. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to motherhood. <laughs> yes. So we look forward to sharing more and more with you guys as... Um, as the pregnancy continues, um, and then also again once the baby's born, and we can share those those experiences of parenting. So yeah, that's a that's a, a growth not just in our family, but for the podcast as well. So oh yes, you guys will hear noises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's with um. So we're gonna be wrapping up today's episode, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. And um, so for this week's assignment, uh, think about, oh, this isn't really so much of an assignment as, a, as it is as much of a thought of ex- thought experiment. And I think Ruby said something really profound when she said that the family is the husband and the wife. And any additions to that in terms of children, pets, you know, that is, um, that's a blessing. So... We, we want to thank you guys for, turning, for tuning in and think about, in terms, you know, especially for that, uh, that assignment. And in the spirit of a recent Thanksgiving, give thanks to your family. And, you know, be grateful for the family that you have. And, um, and think about the family that you want to have in the future. And if you want to have children, if you don't, then, you know, you have family as you stand. guys for tuning in for next week we're going to be talking uh more about this idea of holidays and stress and how you can manage it so the next episode is going to be called be president managing stress during the holidays we just wrapped finished up thanksgiving and upcoming you know we got christmas coming up so we'll be diving into into that topic of managing stress during the holidays it can be pretty stressful especially when you have so many things going on and the in-laws coming in and in-laws all the in, schedule work traveling. yes um, so we'll be talking we'll be talking about that and uh, we look forward to to doing more episodes with you guys and all the weeks that follow so thank you guys for tuning in to Engaging Walk my name is Drake and my name is Ruby and we are tuning out bye